0: Right, here we go. This, I wrote, I scribbled this in the car, so it's, it's, I have to try and decipher While me... While you um, were driving? You know, whilst I was driving at high speed, <laughs> <laughs> illegally down a motorway, the wrong way. Anyway, right. so let's see what, if I can decipher it. This man lurches around the country seeking an answer to his technique, which is lunge, back off, lunge, back off. That- <laughs> he, may, he may never find an answer yet, we may endeavour to seek it out. He is, of course, Nick Hodges. I like welcome
1: that. to the welcome I like to, uh, that. Thank uh, you very uh, much. Did that make any sense
2: to you? Not really. I suppose for the uninitiated, we should uh, explain that you, of course, were the driving force, the drumming force behind Chaz and Dave, and Chaz being your father. Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, and the driving force as well, actually. I did d- drive. Driving the van. The-
1: <laughs> well, luckily, it wasn't the van, it was the band car. Uh, it was the van car, which I, is, see, I had an yeah. image of
0: you in a, in a know, dirty yeah. old transit and van. I
1: played it up because I thought, yeah. Well,
2: what sort of car was the Chaz and Dave uh, tour car?
1: It's the car that's out there that like, I still drive it around now. Uh, so it was uh, a nice uh, Mercedes-, Mercedes sedan. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
2: We've, um, and did you did you have both Chaz and Dave in it at uh, the same time?
1: Absolutely, we had a, we had we had a rotor system, so Dave would drive to the show. I would drive from the show did he did Dave enjoy driving he didn't so much love driving he hated not driving so he, right. he panicked
0: was. if you were in charge is that what he you're was very very panicky yeah. I, know you feel, yeah. I know that feeling I yeah. don't like to be driven anywhere do
2: you like to yeah. do you grapple the wheel from people when they're driving sometimes yeah, from taxi drivers <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and climb onto their lap and, and insist
0: that you drive yeah I, yeah. yeah I can't imagine you being a passenger really somehow
2: well, I don't like it when people suddenly suddenly go a bit balmy with their driving but I wouldn't I imagine Nick's a very sensible driver, so Chaz yeah. and Dave would have been perfectly unpanicked. Did they have any unusual sort of request? I mean, did they have anything in their routine that perhaps looking back on it was eccentric or unusual, do you think, in their, in their, their travelling to shows?
1: Um, I don't think it was much uh, eccentric, but I think I would probably call it um, traditionalist. So my dad would be harking back to his reference point, which was the M1 and the A1 in the early 60s. And of course, that would mean stopping at the blue boar the Watford Gap oh, as the Watford Gap yeah. Yeah. yeah and even then I'd say to him you know that it's a very different place now than what it was like in the so many things yeah it's no longer uh, that groovy place no That's no right. it's not and you're probably not going to get Anything vaguely pleasant to eat. I, I don't know if you ever could there, but you certainly, you, you know, it wasn't really what he had in mind anymore. But he would always point out this one sign on the M1 which say motorways merge. And he was like, yeah, that is the signal that the blue
2: boar is coming up and that sign is still there. I mean, this is, you know, in, in Joyride, we discuss journeys and travelling, but people forget what well, some of the most traveled people in the world and musicians because the people don't come to them they've got to go to the people to do the gig of course did you know that Jimi hendrix was so impressed but heard about all the people who would go to the blue ball after a gig Mm. that he thought it was a fantastic nightclub he said how do i get (laughs) membership at a blue ball you just drive up there there." that's right
0: we were there once we were on tour which didn't happen very often. And Bob is a massive fan of hard-boiled eggs. (laughs) And there was a hard-boiled egg on display, but it would only come with the salad, which he didn't want. Right, And they said, we'll only give it to you with the salad. But the the lure of the hard-boiled egg was so much that he nicked it and put down a couple of quid, which was highly illegal. The, and the, and he was he was almost arrested, they said, but you've now handled it so you can have it.
2: It, ha- it, ha- it has to be said that years ago, it was run by delightful middle-aged ladies, basically, who would say, how do you want, you? would you like a, yeah. an egg or the yeah. sausages are nice today and things like that. And I think that's, yeah. tends to have, that's probably gone. But the Pretty other thing, thing worth bearing in mind, and this is true of most motorway services, this is my big tip, if you look at the you can now I mean I used to carry as many of us do ordnance surveys with me everywhere I went but yeah. nowadays of course you can do it on Google Maps yep. but if you did look you, on did Google Did you lay
0: out on the bonnet of your car and scratch the back of your head though?
2: All the time that's <laughs> right in a lay by with a thermos <laughs> and a stool. but now you can just look at your phone which I did do because I did it the other way around I went on a canaling holiday and I had a baby with us. A baby had just been born. And so I... and we had, run run Yes. And not on the boat, water baby, <laughs> but it had run out of milk. And I looked and realised, I was very close to the Watford Gap services. So yeah. you just got off the canal boat, yeah. passed the delightful sort of canal side inn, yeah. hopped over a fence, and there you are in the back of the Watford Gap services, like everything's is flying past and all that, yeah. get the milk and then climb back again. But actually, if you do it in reverse, if you stop in the Watford Gap, You can then climb over the fence and you can have your cheese and pickle sandwich with ancient bargees overlooking the canal. I know
0: where you are, that's very good. I always imagined Chas and Dave and yourself to travel around the country in maybe a a rag and bone man's cart with
1: pneumatic tyres. I would have loved that, actually. That would have been great, but... We'd about yeah. to like set it up it pretty, would have been a long old early, trip, wouldn't yeah.
2: it? And were you keen tourists in when your tenure with the band? Was it with Chaz and Dave? Were they stop and look at the sites of the kingdom?
1: Yeah, I remember uh, checking out uh Woodhenge at one point because Dave, the other thing that, that Dave really loves is, as much as his uh, is his painting is, is wood carving he would always like it would be David would look out for something and my dad would be like well we've got a bit of time to kill we're in Tewkesbury or we're in this that and the other so yeah it would be yeah let's let's see what's around
2: and of course uh, your father was because he he wrote a book on um, gardening yep King Gardener did they go and look at gardens I like the idea of Chas and David in the garden
1: he wasn't really one for um, he had his own allotments and Mm. that was kind of it when he was not on his own allotments he'd be like no i'm gonna do something else
0: you know and someone else's
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm, you know that's that's um, i'm not in gardening mode at the moment i want to do something that i can't do when i'm at home. you mm. know so it was uh yeah he, he would be looking at any anything uh anything that could kind of you know and kill, you the, kill the time have you, have
0: you carried on the horticultural side of things
1: i haven't no no i haven't so much um my mum kept his allotment going for like a year and a half after he went and then it was getting a bit too much for her so she kind of let it go what's the best tip the best gardening tip that he's imparted was probably the uh beer trap for slugs
2: oh how does that work Mm. because we all have problems with slugs don't we
1: yeah yeah an excess of beer
2: yes and so how how does that work then you get the well it was
1: you get yeah you get like a obviously a fairly shallow tray. And this was the thing is I think on Gardner's question time once someone mentioned it and they said it has to be a particular type of real ale. Like very nar oh, he narrowed yeah. it right then, which was actually not true according to my dad. It was like, no, anything. Any, any it, it was yeah, just the company he worked for. It's like you could stick anything in there, you know, like Sainsbury's own brand, Norseman Lager or whatever. You know, you just it it, it will work. So you fill your shallow tray with beer and it attracts the slugs and they drink it and get drunk and it kind of deals with them. Because
0: they like the smell of the beer. Yeah, they head towards that they and avoid the tomato that plants. In, in what, theory. And, uh, what,
2: and then they go and drink your beer and drink themselves to death. Kind of, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I yeah. was in a, it's, it's not a bad... I'd like to think it's not a bad way it to could, go But you can them. think
2: of worse ways. It's yeah. better, nicer than putting down salt or poison,
1: exactly. I suppose. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Or
0: maybe you could... Uh, I was going to say, you could maybe cook the, the slugs after they'd festered in there for a bit, but probably not. I no. was in a... Um, <laughs> a perfume shop in the Lake District and the, the wasps were attracted by the smell of the perf- the flowers and they, they'd drink the perfume which had alcohol in it yeah. and get really leery and like <laughs> fly around just stinging people willy-nilly.
1: So it has the same effect on wasps as well? Well, as they they just could, got... Uh, like, you know, like, you yeah.
0: can imagine a wasp's going to be a bit brazen. It's like a footballer than yeah. you know, a wasp, isn't it? And, yeah. but, that, but when it stung people willy-nilly, the alcohol diluted the sting. Uh, so it didn't it? hurt? So, well, it did hurt, but not as much. But oh, I was covered in things st- stings. But anyway, the woman in the perfume shop told me this.
2: Were you buying perfume for yourself? or? Of for- course! Yes.
1: <laughs> what I have been working on, as we're on a, on a, on a motoring theme, is my dad's old uh, World War II Jeep.
2: Ah. You- oh, really? Yeah,
1: an old uh, 1943 Willis MB. And um, which was actually registered the month that my dad was born, so it's exactly the same age as my dad, December nineteen forty three. So it saw a bit of action, it got it got shot at quite a few times in the war. Um so have you got
0: volatiles in it?
1: It's got quite a few dents that look um, suspicious, let's put it that way. Well, so and that where so that do you know immediate. where it was in the war? Don't know exactly where it was. All we do know is that after the war it was sold with a job lot of other uh, surviving jeeps to the Greek army. So it's, it's got a story to tell, yeah. So have you prized it out of it yet? I mean, you say it's got a bullet... It got, did you say it's got a bullet on it? It's got a little dents in but it. It's been think, shot at. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, that's a whole area definitely. of collecting of vehicles that is a specialised subject, isn't it? The yeah. uh, military vehicles. Yeah. So this is an American World War Two Jeep.
1: Yep. My dad, when he bought it, he bought it when I was a kid, and it came all completely, um, yeah, sort of resprayed, and it had the axe and the shovel on the side and it had the whole thing and they kind of disappeared down the years the axe and the shovel and it had the mounting for the machine gun at the back so he could put it on there Uh, but my dad decided fairly early on that he's not going to put it in for show he's not going to get into that whole kind of collector's uh, military reenactment type thing and so he just used it as a workhorse to sort of drag tractors out of ditches around the village and things like that I
2: went to the, I think it was the War and Peace show in Kent Uh, But it was really great because, first of all, they had a bit of, like, sort of ground where where there was great big undulating bits and people with historic huge tanks and things were sort of, looked really dangerous was teetering over the edge of these great inclines and then sort of almost falling down them. I did notice there was a lot of people seem to be generals American yeah. generals yeah. there weren't so many just yeah. private GIs I quite yeah. like that but yeah. then you'd look around and there would be a load of be sort of, a load of people from the Roman Legion sort of marching past you yeah. or a few Napoleons you know it was really yeah. it was a super day out oh, I, I love
0: think. that I'd go regularly bit, bit know, of everything do I like
2: the idea of
1: that That's, yeah. uh, you obviously something.
0: an old woman weaving an ancient bit of tapestry or something in a tent Whilst her husband's parading around looking like a Viking.
1: Yeah, well, they
2: had the Vikings <laughs> there, and they had um, people from the Russian Revolution, the Tsar's yeah. Guard, and then they have a reenactment with the peasants, sort of. Thing. It was really uh, interesting. I,
0: when I was there, like, I saw a fellow he was sitting under a tree making clogs by hand with leather and wood. Yeah. So I went and I said, Can I get a pair? And he said, Yeah. And he drew around my foot on a piece of paper, on a newspaper and said that's the size of your shoe I'll go off and start making it and then I'll send it through the post for you to have a look at and he did and uh, I got the clothes. Wow. deeply uncomfortable but they yeah. look fantastic deeply yeah. yeah. extremely expensive probably yeah it was wild, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. but I, have you ever been in a tank? no very, uh, I've I'm very, not really very enclosed I don't very enclosed yeah. oh, yeah. claustrophobia yeah. untold you'd, yeah, yeah you'd have to be very brave to be in a tank i I mean have you been in one i have i certainly wouldn't want to be in one with people sort of firing stuff at you no have
0: you fired one no do you like firing guns
2: well i don't know it depends depends take
0: take it or leave it it depends
2: depends who i'm firing them at
0: ever since the dawn of time man and woman have dreamt of destroying the moon <laughs> <And> that's, <laughs> that's, you know, I'd love to have a, have a crack at that.
2: Have you tried shooting him? You've got to have a goal, not you, Jim?
1: You know, yeah, I you failed know, it. A, a yeah. rifle off. Like, yeah. Nothing
2: happened. And what about other forms of transport? Was your father a keen um, traveller generally? I mean, did he like to sort of travel around and see the world?
1: Only as part of touring. If there was a gig at the end of the journey, he would love the whole process. Yeah, And it would be the road and everything. Everything on the road would be, and this was, this became a running joke, would be, inverted commas, rock and roll, everything. So yeah. if we broke down, well, it's rock and roll. And uh, you know, you have to change a tire, it's rock and roll. Everything about it, but as long as there was the gig at the end of the road, then he would travel anywhere, like Australia, New Zealand, gig at the end, he would do it. But travel for its own ends, he wasn't really into that. So the breaking down's rock and roll. Yeah, everything.
0: Oh, about a cheese sandwich, is that rock and
1: roll? Yeah, we had this discussion in a little chef actually. So this is a clo- this is the the same vibe as your blue boar, yeah. which was rock and roll. But yeah.
2: only if you're on tour. If you're yeah, just exactly. if you're just being a civilian going on your holidays, so that's rock not and rock roll. and roll, then no. Yeah, it's quite move. an important differentiation. Yeah. 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 Um of course I was ejected and had the police called on me in a little chef <laughs> right. in nineteen I think it must have been about nineteen eighty or something, and squeeze we played a New Year's Eve show or something, on our way back yeah. and we stopped and everybody had ordered their food. And I was looking at the menu and they had the fish finger sandwiches. Yeah. I thought, oh, that looks nice, really fancy that fish finger sandwich. So I said, I'll have a fish finger. They said, oh, that's on the children's menu. I said, well, uh, I, never mind, I'll pay a bit extra, just could you could I have that. Yeah. So they said, well, ask. So they go back and then this bloke comes out from behind the thing, uh, I don't know, some a little chef manager. He says, right, who's making trouble here? <laughs> <laughs> was this the little chef yes yeah exactly I said well hold on it's not, it's not I'm not making exactly the little chef I said my my dear little sir I'm not trying to cause trouble I was just asking if it was a fish finger salmon I see it's on the menu he said, Well, it's on a children's menu. We're really cross. I said, Well, oh, I'm sorry about that, but I'd quite like it. He said, It's on the children's menu. I said, I'm a, I'm a big child. He said, I can see that. I said, Look, I tell you what, look, I said, Look, I don't want to cause any trouble. I'd give like an extra, I've just got it in my mind now. I'll give you an extra fiver to, to give us a, 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 a fish finger sandwich. Do you what? what do you, how dare you? Get out of here. I said, oh, so I'll give you a tenner. And then there's like quite a few people in the restaurant. I said, I'm offering 10 pounds for a fish <laughs> sandwich. What do you say to that? He said, I'm calling the police. I said, "What are you going to tell him? You've what got charge? a blog in here offering ten <laughs> yeah. quid for a fish finger sandwich. Is there, yeah. it? It's yes. demanding children's yes. food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've seen yeah. like you trying to drive follow. the prices up. Like get fish out! Finger anyway, sandwiches. so I had to leave. But then after that, it yeah. then changed, and I think because of that incident, that moment, I think so.
1: That was, it the, changed. So that was the a little point. chef.
2: Little chef then put them on the adult menu, and that was one of the best things you could get in there. Yeah, but I don't think they're even going anymore, are they? The little, little
1: chefs. You've got the odd one hanging on, I think. I do hope so. Like a sort of independent, I suppose." Yeah, You'd know the old about one. this, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, it? yeah. Where is it? It's on the Norfolk Road. Uh, I'm so rubbish with my A Road names. A140, I don't know. Let's just know. say it's on the way to, it's Lower way to Norfolk. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. on the way to Norfolk. Yeah, here you go. On the way to Lowestoft. Yeah, and my, that was the well, last one. My friend,
0: one, Dorian Crook, was in uh, a little chef and he's a vegetarian. He said, Can I have the sausage, egg, and chips and beans without the sausages? And they said, No. Under no circumstances <laughs> will this ever happen. <laughs> So, like, a combination of your story and this. Yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. I think, yeah. They cha- I think their
2: new management came in. But I went into the one in, I think it must have been in the West Country on the A40. And I said, oh, I think I'll have a fried egg on. To so they said, oh, they haven't come in yet. I said, what do you mean? they come in? Well, they come in an envelope, the eggs. <laughs> an envelope? Oh, Already flattened. Yeah, exactly, they haven't arrived yet. Oh, thanks. Jiffy bag. Yeah. Well, I'd like to know more
0: it. about this the eggs in an envelope. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe there's an omelette in an envelope you got. Yeah, what, yeah, flatten- would, yeah. actually, you could work. send
0: an omelette through the post, couldn't you? you
2: I could mean, do. eating on the road is a whole thing, isn't it, which we haven't really addressed. Yeah. Uh, because it used to be that you had the mm. individual caps run yeah. by mum and dad and making their own special pies and signature dishes yep. but that slowly went and the corporate world's taken its place isn't it
0: what would you when you go into a, let's say a lorry cafe yeah. what are you what are you hoping to
1: get I think just just uh, something that's edible really I think you know I
2: haven't got You're high hopes I haven't got
1: you know high keep, well, good
2: idea keep the expectations low keep them low I mean I keep know I know what you're, you're dreaming of Jim is this, well, you're it's going a for,
1: Vesta curry yeah you, you're, you're dreaming <laughs> of, that should be attainable I would have thought but
2: your dream, you're dreaming of going into a transport cafe there being mm. a jukebox yeah. um, a counter with doilies and tins of pop behind it and a warm pop yes warm pop, warm pop. a big urn with yeah. tea which yeah. is quite an important thing a glass case with rolls in it with mm. doilies underneath them, yeah, ready to go and maybe some teddy boys having a fight yeah
0: well there is a place in not far off that near me, and it's a stop
2: for rally cars on the way around Europe oh, and, and yeah. a lot of lorries. There is one actually on the A1, and it's because I would guess it's quite yep. a good tip because there's the McDonald's and all the standard stuff. Yep. But then there's this thing, and it's where the, where the lorry drivers oh, go, yeah. you can have a shower. But they make, they have in there their own pies. Yep. And mm. it is really good. And it's a yep. big place, and they've she's been doing it. The husband fears he's sadly passed away, but she's kept going. So. I've been in there. I've been in there. I know the this one.
1: It is, it's, oh, it's, is it Markham Moor? It's on the A1, and it's just between. I think it is. It's like it's sort of Peterborough way. It's, it's not just beyond Peterborough. Yeah, yeah. It's just beyond Peterborough. Markham
2: Moor. So you can imagine highwaymen being hung there. Yeah, it yeah, Sounds Moore. like it.
1: Mm. Battle of Markham Moor. Yeah. Mm. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. We wanted to get Dave to record his own set of messages for Satnav because uh, when he's, and he won't mind me saying this, when he's driving, he's got quite a few things to say about other motorists that are on the road, you know. His language is fairly... uh, Fruity. Industrial. But but I think it would be... It'd make a good little... You know, we could do a series of...
2: What sort of expressions does he have?
1: Um, Well, for example, uh, the most common one is if he's overtaking a lorry on the motorway, and his biggest hatred is when the lorry starts to pull out as, he, as he's pulling out. So mm. his, his catchphrase would be, Stay there, you see.
2: Yeah. Which <laughs> I am not know. No, see here. Yeah, yeah, not that. You, yeah. And, that, was, <laughs> and that, he, that, would, he, that would be his thing. And he thought just by talking to them like that, telepathy and willpower, yeah. the lorry would pull back in.
0: Yeah. I was using my sat nav recently around Cambridge. Yeah. And it took me off into, because it hadn't caught up with itself, the sat nav. And so I was. Yeah. Through, it, it, kept like it was going mad because i like, thought i was driving through some fields yeah about turn yeah but you know that's whatever <laughs> it is, the yeah, is yeah. It about turn yes yeah. i don't
2: like his tone of the, the sat at all some of them a the horrid tone i like
0: it if you, if you go where i live yeah where our house is it's an unmade dead end road and it sends it berserk because if you put in somewhere yeah. it goes make a u-turn if possible make you do make a u-turn if possible <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> going absolutely mad freaking out yeah I was uh, I think it was I think it was when you had Rob Brydon and you were talking about celebrity parking I told yeah Dave about it we could have a show with Dave just in the car we could call it stay there you you know his yes. mm-hmm. phrase you know and just him driving around with his phrases his style of driving just like a kind of fly on the wall thing or a fly in the passenger seat and um very cheap to make you know I think nice like,
2: content I, yeah. I, I like the idea that I always yeah. thought it would be nice to have my sat-nav voice that I get yeah. change as I went from area to area. That's a great idea. So, for instance, if I was travelling through East London, I would like to have Dave's voice uh, yeah. spe- yeah. guiding yeah. me through. Yeah. In Birmingham, I might want one of the Castle Crossroads yeah. and so forth. Yeah. Uh, and when you get
0: down to Cornwall to yeah. right you, my lover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly, that's right. I mean, it'd be yeah. really, really yeah. useful.
1: And, yeah. uh, 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 and, and it's um, a study of where accents change regionally. Yes. At what point what is the cusp point where yes. that accent will be... Birmingham's a great example. Because with Birmingham, it's like you've almost got this sort of enclave of this accent, and you go not too far out, and it goes totally different. That's right. It's,
0: what, it, yeah. I, what I've thought was quite strange is if you... Like Carlisle and Darlington, where I grew up, yep. are really similar, but they're on different sides of the country. You've got the Pennines mm. in between putting yeah. a barrier up there. Yeah. Uh, but you say similar, yeah.
2: but they don't have similar voices, though, do they? What a similar accent, accent. It really is quite. See? Yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: I've known people from Carlisle, and I said, where, "Where did you grow up?" And then they say, "Carlisle." I go, oh, yeah. I thought it sounded like Darlington to me. Mm. I never really
1: knew what. Not massively, yeah. but
0: no, there is a I can, connection. I could
2: definitely yeah. hear the the um, uh, Cumbrian Cumbrian Brug yeah. is different to uh, <laughs> to, um, to the to the standard uh, yeah. Darlington. Um, accent I think when you
1: get to the home counties again it all kind of merges into one so would, would your Satnav have like traditional Hertfordshire accent or now like everyone talks now
2: no <laughs> I would like to that's right there has yeah. merged for instance you had a North Kent voice you had an East End voice which would have been from sort of the Stepney and so forth yep. which was different as soon as you got a bit further yep. out yeah. you know all those voices were very different weren't they you know yeah. but, that's, but that's all merged into one now but I think the sat nav can keep this alive I think so I yeah. Think, yeah. I think well, the, great, uh, the I old
0: uh, the old Kentish accent was very OR yeah and then but all the cockneys came down on their um, op picking yeah. yeah, and then they ended up staying there so it's now got an old sort of 30s East End accent oh that's, pr- that's pretty good
1: that's, that's, that's interesting but yeah it, that that of thing has got, got to be done definitely and uh, I'll talk to Dave about supplying the the London side of
2: it. If he could, that's right. He, could have, it, he that. could have it. He uh, could have it. I, I wouldn't really want it in rhyming slang, though. That would get a bit annoying, wouldn't it? No, well he no. could do,
1: yeah, for the specialists. Well, you no. wouldn't
2: know where you were going. No. You know, would he need to
1: regulate his his language? Would he no, need I would I mean, just just be, you know, he get plus eighteen
0: versions. Yeah, so he could get um, angry yeah. in a bit. Yeah, or you know, maybe also get a loudspeaker on the top of your car, which would actually alert everyone else to all the course language. Yeah. Yes. From within, this is my I always nerve. thought it would be quite good for because people do get, you know, when they get the road rage, let me say, just get out of my way, you are soul. Yeah. You would not do that if you were walking along Oxford Street to people. It's because you're in the car, no. the safety of your car, yeah. and the box well, you, you do, you don't you?
2: I've seen you do that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think it's, I think Who like do you that. think <laughs> you are? Yeah. As if, all the way along. Yeah. And here's a message from our sponsors Jules, I've just opened a theatre.
2: Are you having me on?
0: Well, you'll have to audition like everyone else, but I'm not promising anything. (laughs) Thank you, but
2: what's the name of this theatre? Mr Squirty's Male Strip Lounge. I'll audition now. What about the Austin Champ? He was never f- f- fancied one of those, the old British wartime Jeep.
1: No, although I, I, I wouldn't mind one of those. I, do, I like an Austin Champ. What is it, Champ? the Austin Champ? Yeah, yeah. like a, a sort of very squared off kind of... It was
2: like it was like the sort of British it Jeep. It um, looks like it can float. float.
1: It looks like a little boat on wheels almost. Mm. It's very sort of, yeah, I, I quite like it. But my dad had the thing about the Willis Jeep purely because when he was a kid, he had a toy one. So he just wanted the real thing when he got old
2: enough. I'd quite fancy one of those. I think they're very bumpy, aren't they? There were suspensions. Incredible. The, but I like them. Tintin has one in Rocket to the Moon. Yeah. Doesn't he? Has a bright red yeah. one. I thought that'd be That's quite right. good. And then people yeah. would think I might have a rocket somewhere, and I'd be driving around. <laughs> I'm like, on my way to
0: the rocket. Yeah, on the my Jeff way to the Bezos the moon.
2: of Kent. Yes.
0: <laughs> Did you see his rocket? It's very phallic and looks like it's made out of bits of like oh maybe a beetle. I right. think it might be a beat, but an if, old right. VW. So, program. does
1: it make deliveries? What does it do? No. <laughs> He's <laughs> flown off in space. Has it? he? It's, but yeah. if, if, you oh, had, right. if
2: you had unlimited funds, is that what you'd do, go off into space?
0: That would be the last thing on my mind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, think of a lot of better things than, than to say, can you, right, yeah. here's, here's an old VW. Can you turn this into a into a rocket that's quite phallic? <laughs> i could think a lot better things to do with the mean, cash
1: do you mean like an old like a 79 golf or something like that or a, or a beetle the front the top end is a beetle yeah, i think
2: yeah. yeah do you think people yeah. look back and they will look so, they'll look like the first 18th century
0: people with balloons the montgolfier brothers was that who it was yeah before? yeah well that, yeah they, I mean, that's yeah. a lot i'd rather do that yeah a giant, that, a giant giant balloon a <laughs> giant underwater balloon <laughs> And now here's a better the- thing you know what about a giant underwater city or a floating city you know i think it's not a floating right city underwater city. So one maybe yeah. one that does both
2: yeah what about a city yeah. that's not near water how about that it's quite a good idea. No, that's a, that's a that's, idea that's yes. one that doesn't get damp
0: yeah We <laughs> call it london
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think they'll catch put a, <laughs> a flood barrier in it or something like that you know yeah but so what's next then where are you going to go off to next well um i've not actually uh i've not actually played drums live for quite a while now and so i'm just um yeah i'm just having a a little think. i I think you know we've all had time for reflection last year and a half
2: it's very difficult isn't it for musicians because if you're not playing it's it's different from playing at home or in your bedroom or whatever when you're playing in front of an audience there's a certain amount more of energy and aggression that is required Yep, yep and confidence and all that which only comes from playing lots of live shows and if you're not doing yeah. a lot it's harder isn't it to get back yeah you said that um dave of uh, chas and dave though is um really enjoying a lockdown he is yes
1: he likes to keep himself to himself anyway he lives um i think as <laughs> i think as joe brown once described that he, li- he lives in a clearing <laughs> dave lives in a clearing. Oh, in the forest <laughs> yeah yeah and um he just gets on with his own thing and doesn't really like to be bothered too much and so yeah he's mm. quite happy and i go and see him like every week and just sit around with guitars and just play a little bit and that's it for no other purpose than that but in his clearing in the clearing I mean, yeah. that is yeah. also
2: i think that is him somehow i mean what a, a, an advanced state for a person to live in i think the great gurus say that you know that you're, you're less you need the happier you are and if you're just in the clearing with your guitar yep And you presumably bring him some food and in between that he does a bit of foraging or whatever. He must be very contented in there and he's doing his bit of painting and his bit of carving yeah. that's the other thing you should see, but people maybe aren't aware of what an incredible player both your dad and he are because they're both really great musicians and one time i was with him on in the wings of the royal albert hall and he had a banjo around his neck and he was waiting to go on i think it was a it was a uh, the lonnie donegan show or was it the, yeah or was it that or there was a van morrison one for lead belly i'm trying to it whichever skiff-
1: yeah anyway yeah, he's
2: yeah. there in the wings yeah. with this banjo around his neck and he's chatting to me and then suddenly he heard himself being announced yeah and he walked on, and and without, you know, like one minute he's talking to me, the next minute he walks on yep. and plays this blistering banjo, incredibly yep. percussive, yep. Um, syncopated bit of banjo that you'd ever heard in your life, just without, and then just comes off again. It's unbelievable. Yep.
1: In a casual, let's say, fair manner, exactly. yeah. and then returns and then, to and then his clearing. He returns his
2: clearing yeah. That is it. What could what could make a man happier?
1: No, and he just he has about I don't know 50, 50 different banjos kicking around the house, and you know he just like a banjo for every season. A banjo for every season for every yeah. mood. Yeah.
0: Do you reckon he could um, take up and do the dueling banjo? For, you know, go to America and have it. I bet you there's banjo competitions there isn't there?
1: there there probably is um but the other thing about dave is he just every time he plays the banjo he plays something amazing and then he'll just stop halfway through and say oh, i'm out of practice i'm out of practice and put it down he's like what no you not <laughs> play that again so he's got that kind of thing as well where he's like nah, i'm not sure about that." And so,
0: do you do it you don't play the banjo do you nah, so you nah, can't do nah. julian banjos in the clearing room no. No. It'd be quite a nice no. idea. I I'd like to see that. that. That's, that'd be a nice. I can just thought.
1: back him on the acoustic guitar. Or pretty, something
2: presumably, like when you are in the clearing with him in the in the woods, it'll be a bit like if you approach um, fairies in a the clearing. Mm-hmm. They have hear the most beautiful music that you could ever hear in your life, mm-hmm. and you'll they'll have the little fire going in at night there. And if and you just get a bit closer, the lights go out and they vanish. Yeah. yeah. And, then you, and then you hear it this behind you, and just as you get close to it, it goes. It's like that some. Yeah. It's always yeah. something happens. I mean, do yeah. you find that?
0: Have you ever come across that sort of behaviour in the clearing? It, hasn't,
1: it doesn't work like that with Dave, no. No. No, no. I put that to the test. No, 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 no. It's just, it's just, it's there and it stays there. It doesn't, it doesn't, you know. Yeah. But, um, right. but he's got his, it's just him and his little bulldog and he's, yeah, that's all he needs. That's, uh, all, that's yeah, all you need, isn't it? Banjo and a bulldog and a clearing. Yeah, that's it. I've always wanted to live in a clearing. You wanted yeah.
2: an underwater city a minute ago. <laughs> no,
0: I was just thinking that was a good, a more more useful for Jeff Bezos to spend his money on an underwater city than a spaceship. But do yeah. you
2: think he'd actually be happy just living in a clearing with a banjo and a bulldog than he would be going to outer space?
0: I don't know what. I don't know if Jeff will ever be satisfied. He's
2: nah. looking for that nah. Put a gold at the end of the rainbow. He's looking for something yeah. exactly.
1: And if he's out in the universe now, he's never going to find it. You know so. the future of humankind is at the bottom of the sea
0: i reckon if he can do it if a shopkeeper who flies off to space in a in a in a homemade rocket can do it anyone can
1: something you should put on on the amazon site when it's like how are we doing yeah suggestion thing
0: i'll write a a postcard to him yeah jeff can you go and live underwater
2: yeah can you please go and live underwater (laughs) really appreciate it when you build your underwater city what were you going to do about breathing
0: well, it's going to be such a vast dome, with um, oh, I see a dome. with maybe a chimney which takes air in from above the, the sea, just yeah. popping
2: out underneath yeah. English Channel. There, a yeah. lot of chimney. You see, oh, it's would... in the
1: English Channel, is it? Well,
2: just convenience. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't plug I... into the Channel Tunnel, and then you, you might have an air source through there. Yeah,
2: exactly. Just... But I don't know if if I was asleep and saw just a big dome with billions of tons of water above me, I don't know if I'd be able to sleep very well. To be honest.
1: Yeah, you know, it's going to be thick, fairly thick, person. Well, I should hope so. You know, it's probably easier to get people breathing underwater than it, it is on Mars. It's so, a lot cheaper, you know.
0: a lot easier. Yeah. And all you got to put up with is me, the new Neptune, <laughs> <laughs> and my incredibly outlandish laws.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I could see you as Neptune. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, have okay. your trident okay. and your. I'll have
0: a trident and a uh, cloak made from fish skins and, yeah. a, and a crown. Long, yeah. long hair made oh, yes. of seaweed. Yeah, and, yeah. And a beard made. Oh, and yeah. you, will,
2: will you
1: rise from the water laughing?
0: Yeah, in a giant clam.
1: Yes. as always <laughs> under the sea, a city under the sea.
0: There will be. Yeah. Well, Nick, it's been a great pleasure having you here um, uh, t- with, you, with your ideas, sketches and uh, sketches, yeah. thoughts.
1: Yeah. Let's hope they uh, come to fruition, Jim. Well, let's hope so. Anyway, yeah. thank you so much. Nick you. Hodges. Thank you, Nick Hodges. And thank you, sir. Thank you.
0: Well, there goes Nick in his
2: Willie's Willis Willie's jeep. Yes, chomping a cigar with his American GI's hat just yeah. on the back of his head,
0: effing and blinding. Yes,
2: <laughs> <laughs> what a pleasure to have him here. It
0: was. This podcast was produced and edited by Molly Stewart.
2: Sound engineers with James Stewart and George Latham.
1: That was another prototype name for Chaz and Dave. They were thinking of band names, and they wanted to call themselves Effin and Blinding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was actually going to be one of those. That isn't blind. Blind. <laughs> and that didn't come off for some reason.